Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyver, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. Emer, love yes. is in the air. Huh? Isn't I? I think oh, so. Oh, does that mean you're going to be nice to me today? Oh, well, it's not that much in the area, but oh. we'll see how we get on. Huh? Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Are you a bit of a lastminute.com or are you prepared? Have you been on your Amazon app again? Oh, I shouldn't get that away, should I? Do you know what I'm going to, and people may say, wow, do you know, we don't really do Valentine's Day. Do you know? No, we don't. I, I, I'll be honest with you, I do make make Neve like a special dinner, but we don't do cards or flowers. We just think it's got so commercial that the whole thing yeah, has got yeah. lost where, you know, I might get a, do a nice meal and mm. maybe a, a nice, maybe a bottle of champagne. You see, if I went to go and make the dinner for Valentine's Day, he'd probably divorce me, do you know? So Burnt. you'd probably be in hospital for Valentine's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or worse. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's What's why I... What's poison <laughs> death, is it? Huh? <laughs> I, I think it's a safer bet is I'll buy him a pint, do you know? So Yes. Well hopefully. I think that's yeah. Yeah. At least yeah. then um, I don't get in, in uh, into any kind of deeper trouble as they say. Hmm. Yeah. But uh yeah, no no, I do like to get a little card. I do. I'm an old romantic that way, you know, so let's get a card. But, uh, do you keep the cards, that. do you? Have you, have you a scrapbook of you all know, the cards? Actually, that you know? I have a cupboard in my house and it used to be an old telly cabinet. Oh, and yeah. I get all the cards, birthday cards, and I put them in. And yeah, I'm not very organized. So I think when I open the door next, it's like birthday cards. It's, card. it's just, totally it's all gonna, yeah, it's going to look like something that came out of the movies, you know, like you open the door and oh, yeah. you get covered in cards. Yeah. So I'm just, I just open the door slightly and, Stick them all in. So you've you know. heard us here today. Emer I'm very organised. <laughs> is what I was going to say a hoarder. What other things is she hoarding? Oh, in her oh. in her cupboards. But it's not your jokes anyway. No, and they certainly are ones that I think you really everybody should start to hoard because these are classics. You know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. And um, and I suppose this one in honour of our guest is um one that's kind of linked to movies. So it's a joke. Yeah. So um, would you like me to regale you, uh, kind of uh, direct you towards this particular excellent joke? I'm just heading out to the shops to buy the Valentine's card. <laughs> I'll, I'll just open the door. Uh, I'll be back. You've had a premonition already, you know, that this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't have this Okay. Lights, camera, action. Here we go. Here's, here's the joke. Okay. okay. Who was the most popular movie director during the the COVID-19 epidemic? Oh, I don't know. Quentin Quarantino. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh no, that's so bad, that's so bad. What are you doing all during quarantine? We, oh, honestly, um, and God, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry to our, our guest for that. Um, all I ever have to say is, if you find today's social media... That was media, great. That was good. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> if you find today's social media joke ever engaging and would love more of them, please know. You are in luck. You can catch Philip's previous social media jokes and indeed our other shows by hopping on to the Let's Get Social, Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify and Dublin South FM website for all the podcasts. She's lost for words. I, I think, am lost for words. I think you want to be quarantined yourself after hearing that joke. It's pretty I'm shocking. Thinking someone else should be quarantined. But anyway. <laughs> um, so today, well, thank God I'm not alone. That's all I can say. We are delighted to have Tagore Almeida. To his friends, he's called Dom. He, he's going to kill me for saying that now. He's an, a humanitarian, a filmmaker, writer and speaker. He was born in beautiful Goa, India. That's where I want to go. Mm. Um, until the age of 15 and then headed to London to pursue computer studies, part-time in filmmaking and a citizen of the world, Philip, like wow. yourself. From well, there, he got a, a opportunity to go and work for Disney. Uh, I uh, kind of met him there, but anyway, that's another yeah. story. And um, I'll let you continue the story. Yeah, well, an extremely talented individual which unfortunately I have none of these skills or talents 
apart from bad jokes. Yeah. Um, like 2009 produced a short film which got listed as being amongst the top 10 short films made by a person of Indian origin by the Times of India. In 2013, went to the Cannes Film Festival with his short film, A God of Sinners, which he wrote, produced and directed. And through the Ministry of Film Walls, he brings humanitarian films to audiences across the world. So without further ado, welcome to Gore Almeida to Let's Get Social. Thank you, Philip. Thank you, Ima. Uh, thanks for having me on here. Uh, you're a you. very brave man, I have to tell you. Very brave. Um, you liked that joke, Tagore. <laughs> you were chuckling. I, I, absolutely, Philip. I just, just for the record, I was cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> See, we have a fan already in Singapore. That's Whoa. fantastic. Absolutely. Yep. There's a signed photo of me coming to you, Tagore. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, much don't, don't give him your address. Just don't give no, him your address. No. Um, so it's good to have you here. Tagore, I'm going to call you Dom. Sorry, I'm going to call you Dom. And so before we kick things off, can I ask your opinion, really, of the hashtag social media comedian? Do you think he's got a chance in the movies? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Why not? The silent um, movies. <laughs> he's stuck for words. <laughs> I'm not stuck for words. No, I said, why not? There you go. Absolutely. Always looking to have people from all over the world star in our films. And, you know, I think it's the secret to bring the, uh, to bring the world closer. Uh, there and you go, Philip. Fantastic. I'll get on to my agent. Yeah, totally. You, you have an agent, first, have an agent as well? <laughs> wow. I tell you, you know, my hair is an agent. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say no, that. That's very, very true. But no, Tagore, listen, it's great to have you on the show um, because your your background, your journey, what you've done to from when you started to where you are now, it's so interesting, um, et cetera, you know, and it's such um, such passion that you've obviously brought to your creativity and your, I suppose, your your skill. Um, I suppose to kind of start off our conversation, um, you know, where did you get your passion for filmmaking uh, and where do you get your your ideas from? You know, is there a process you go through? Okay, so I think, uh, I mean, I, I grew up in Goa, as you said earlier on, and one of, uh, one of the biggest channels for entertainment was uh, Bollywood. Uh, mm. So, you know, always, so my preteen days were always sort of, to watching anything that that you know was senseless, and uh, and so forth, but I think by the time I was just before I got into my teens, I I realized it was a very powerful medium in every sense, and, and possibly the best medium to connect with people all over the world. I mean, there's people who who read and listen to music, but at the same time, I think cinema is also up there among the top three things that majority of the population tend to to, you know, sort of relate with. And uh, I just felt it was a great medium. I, I knew I wanted to do something in it. I never aspired to be an actor. Uh, I don't think I'm talented enough for it, but I wanted to tell stories. I wanted to tell stories. And I, I wanted to tell them, you know, using the language of cinema. And where do ideas come? I think ideas feel, come from everywhere. You know, I, I always believe that, Everybody has a story to tell. You just have to stop and want to listen to it. You want to have to care about listening to a story that's out there, whether mm. it's people, whether it's Mother Nature, no matter what it is. So that's where all the ideas come from. You know, there's no sort of part of my brain that's sort of thinking about, you know, making up a story. Mm. You, you you tend to meet people, you come, you come across newspaper articles, and then you sort of you know, put two and two together and, and you create something new and you create something that's, that becomes unique in its own way. Mm. Uh, you know, like the, you, you could meet somebody in a pub who's got a certain characteristics and that will always stay with you. And sometime in a, in a, some form of storytelling, you always going to remember the character and bring the character into your story, you know, uh, which has nothing to do with the pub or anything. It can be based in mm. a city, in an office mm. environment, but the character sort of, you know, comes back into you and say, oh, that would be a great fit for the story. And the story could have come out from something that, you know, you've come across people or you've read an article or something on the news. It could be anything. But the sto there's stories out there. The universe is telling us stories. We just have to care to want to listen to them. Yes, it's very true. Like, I think, like, 2020 and very much even more so probably for, for this year, um, you know, from say social media and marketing, etc., story and you know companies that are trying to create content, whether it's through say 
filmmaking or writing, etc. I always kind of feel that certainly the ones that leave the lasting impression and get the engagement, etc., are ones that they're able to craft a story and hook the audience in. And, and it's probably similar from, say, your favorite film or kind of documentaries that some that kind of you forget about instantly to others that you remember because they laid out a story and they draw you in and the characters, etc. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, th- I think you're right. I think, I think it's a lesson that a lot of companies can, can learn from and people who are trying to create content, no matter what medium is, can they craft a story from where they can, bring their audience on a journey and create a bit of, I suppose, um, reality for them uh, as to a position. So, uh, so yeah. I was going to say, like, there are, I mean, you know, when you think back, you know, over the years, there could be stories out there you think, oh, nobody be interested in. And uh, and it can be a challenge. You're thinking, you know, why isn't it resonating with some of my audience? You know, you think, um, and then you have to change you know, it's, it's testing, isn't it really? Like you, you try one angle and it might work and then another time might not work. Um, I was going to say to you, Dom, in the digital age, which we are all in at the minute, you know, and technology is making it easier to get that story out for independent creative people like yourself. Um, how would you say, does this digital age make it different to publish your work? I think for definitely, it makes it very easier to publish work. Uh, once upon a time, and this is maybe going back 20 years ago, when I decided I wanted to make a film, I mm-hmm. actually quit my quit my job, as you know. Uh, I took a sabbatical yeah. year off, wrote my first film, and then uh, moved to Mumbai, trying to knock on doors to find producers and directors who would be interested in, in mm-hmm. actually, you know, uh, making the film that I've written. That's changed today, because today you can actually do everything online and socially. You can mm-hmm. put out... You know, you, you can put out a blog with a synopsis. You can do a video blog. I mean, there's so many ways that you can actually get your content out there. And if, if I mean, for a short filmmaker like myself, I don't have to worry about the platform that I'm going to put it onto because there's so many things I can do on platforms yeah. like, you know, that host video content, right? Mm-hmm. So I could put up it there. I, I could put up the entire film. It's up to me. And then using the power of social media, you know, and the platforms that are available to us today, it makes it so much easier to take your content and to put it out there and actually get it out to the people that you're trying to reach. So would you put it out on YouTube first or would you do like a um, sort of a, a, a mini kind of video, you know, short video, um, maybe just through, say, Facebook or um, Instagram? Um, what, what would your advice be to someone maybe thinking about going down your road? I think the advice really is, given uh, the current state of affairs, I think making small videos and putting them onto Instagram is definitely more powerful Mm -hmm. than putting up something on YouTube and then trying to promote it because I think there's a bigger generation of, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. the the younger generation is more on Instagram than they are on YouTube and and any of these other platforms, Mm -hmm. so to speak. So I think, yeah, the way to go about it would actually make two, three minute teasers, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. seconds teasers and put them onto Instagram for sure. But if you're doing a teaser itself, yeah. then there's nothing like YouTube and then actually promoting that link. Yeah. Um, the scary platform that we won't go on, we were tempted to, but we didn't, was TikTok. And now Instagram has Reels. Um, and I'm still not tempted, but anyway. Um, and I can see what you mean because you can do short teasers and then they kind of resonate and kind of draw your audience in to want to gain more and uh, find out what else you're doing. So, yeah, I can see what you mean. Start maybe on the social channels and then lead them yeah. into your YouTube channel. Maybe it'd be a better direction. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I recently released a short film on one of India's largest short film portals on YouTube. And I love the way they had a strategy for the release of the film. So they did, a, I think it was a seven second teaser, like three days before they released the, the trailer of the film. Mm-hmm. And this a few seconds teaser was put onto Instagram and you know all of those channels. And it, it then put a link there saying, you know, te- teaser coming out in three days. And then... They had the teaser on YouTube. Three days later, they had the actual film on YouTube. 
and then they followed it with two other few seconds sort of refresh teasers mm-hmm. to sort of let people know that the film was out like a week ago and please go and watch it and so forth. So they they did a great combination of YouTube and you know all the other social media platforms but also Instagram as well. Mm. So that's some content calendar you need, yeah. you know. Like like certainly your experience of 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 that now, you know, releasing your your movie in that manner. Um has that sort of kind of maybe changed or maybe shaped maybe your your role or the role social media has in releasing, say, future work? Is it, do you feel that you'll probably utilize a similar strategy yourself or through them again for, for future releases? Oh, absolutely, Philip. Uh, because I think what I've learned now from that experience is that I need to have a social media PR or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. as part of my as part of my core crew team, you know, mm-hmm. so that we actually, you know, right from the time that we've, we are working on uh, pre-production to even while shooting the film and post-production. I think somebody who handles the social media is such an important member of any creative project these days because they're able to capture what we're doing and build these stories that are tailor-made for a digital age, you know? Mm. So I might not see something that this individual does. So this individual might, might capture a still of us in a recording studio or might capture a small three-second video, you know, of uh, like uh, a cock-up on, on, on the shoot. <laughs> no, you know, it could be oh, anything, we could do plenty right? of that. We could do plenty of those. <laughs> the whole so, show's a blooper. <laughs> right. so, you know, it could be anything, but it's not something that I would focus my energies on because I'm, I'm focused on actually creating a film, creating mm. the product and getting it delivered. But having somebody from a social media expertise on the crew I think is absolutely critical, whether it's a film, whether it's a music album, whether it's a book, mm. whatever you're doing creatively, I think having somebody of that caliber has to be part of the core team. Yeah, you know, because you can't do it all. I mean, like, no, no you can't. Days, we like, feel like, God. Yeah, yeah, we, we feel like we can't do it all. And I know, I can't do it all. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, actually, just one thing to follow on from, from, from that, Dom, um, like, have you ever considered, or maybe once again, this will come into your, your, your thought process about the fact that there's there's people who yes want to watch your movies but they're also interested to know about more about you the director the creator so even say having your social media person doing some behind the scenes where you're at the camera you know mm-hmm. a shot an image of your scribblings on your diary with ideas and stuff you know is that something that you could see being incorporated more in the future or will it always be just about the movie no, I, I think you're absolutely right there when you say that, because nowadays, I think, you know, especially with the pandemic and whatever, since we're not going out as often, mm. people uh, want to invest time in knowing more about the face behind the cause, so to speak. So they want to know, who's the, who is this director? Who's, who is mm. this actor, you know, and so forth? Who's, who's the author of the book? And they want to know more. They want to intrude into, your, into a space that you were not willing to share with them before. Because, you know, you were protected, uh, you know, in, in the traditional sense. But now with digital media, they expect to see, you know, for example, you know, Philip's the guy with the jokes, let's just say. And they want to know, what does Philip do when he's not on a radio show? You know, where does he I go? don't know. What uh, do you do? <laughs> I don't know. I ask myself that question every morning when I wake up. What are you doing? doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> So, yeah, I think there is an interest. I think there is a personal interest now in, in, in not just the product, but also the people behind the product for sure. Mm. And yeah. it's it's nice to be able to sort of control, but also put out a little more, you know, uh, mm. to the world uh, about about the people. Yeah. So, Mr. Tagore, um, what platforms, and if you're kind of like, mm, I'm not really a social media fan, but you've no choice, you know, um, like quite a few people. Uh, if, you know, would you say, do you have a platform of choice? Um, and, uh, or are there ones you kind of go, well, okay, I'm going to go on these, but my preference is this one. Is it like Instagram or Facebook or WhatsApp? So I'm, by the way, <laughs> I'm, terrible with, I'm terrible with social media, I, I must say. But I think about 12, 14 years ago, I got onto Facebook. That was the okay. first you know, the first mm. big one that came along. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody got onto Facebook. So I've been on Facebook since I I, I, I find myself posting 
more regularly on Facebook than I do, for example, I'm also on Twitter, but I, you know, I tweet maybe once a month. Uh, LinkedIn is purely for my profession. We'll have to have a chat with him. I know, I, I know, I know it's diabolical, <laughs> I know. But, you know, and then LinkedIn is more for my um, my sort of corporate life that I do with IT. So, yeah. you know, everything that I want to do about technology, you know, what I want to, what I do as my day, as my day job mm. goes on to LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I think I got into Insta accidentally. I don't know how I got into Instagram. Somebody must have been showing me how to get onto there. And I remember... <laughs> Uh, yeah. We talked to you out. We talked to you Do you know out. what, Dom? Um, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. Myself and Emer, you know, if you can just cover the flights and the hotels, um, <laughs> we will come over to Goa um, no, for six Singapore. months. No, he's in Singapore. He's in Singapore. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, can we go to Goa, though? <laughs> I want to go to Goa. Of course you can, We'll go to Singapore, then we'll fly to Goa for sort of maybe on-site sort of creativity yeah, yeah. brainstorming. Definitely. Yeah. We'll, we'll do your social media, like, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing with getting Ema there is there's going to be added expenses, uh, you know. There's we'll be certain, breaking everything. <laughs> no photocopiers on location. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's another story. That's Shh, another story. Move on, move on, move on. <laughs> um, uh, like, obviously, the filmmaking is your core your core aspect of expertise. Um, I suppose it was interesting to hear you talk about, um, obviously, utilising... Um, that social media expertise for your release in October, et cetera. I suppose, have you seen success from using that social media strategic kind of platform and people to, I suppose, with the way they shared various teasers for your film? Did you see sort of traction and maybe bigger uptake or a a success or a positivity from using the social? Definitely. And not just with myself, but I've got friends who made short films and I've put them on that same platform I was talking about. And, you know, they've reached like about uh, a couple of million hits of mm. views on their wow. short films. Wow. And that mm. wouldn't have happened if mm. they, there wasn't an element of social media promoting the film, mm. you know? So yeah. so to be able to get, to obviously to get that many eyeballs onto your product is obviously great <laughs> because one is that, you know, it shows that your hard work has paid off. Number two, it opens doors for your next project. Yes, and then also there's the monetization element of it as well, which kind of helps you know mm. recover some of the costs that you know you, that you've put into making a film. Yeah, because yeah. I suppose to a certain extent, with social, if you have that sort of that that hardened group of real fans, etc., potentially, you know, down the line, that might be something you can engage all of your fans or community. You know, almost like. Um, I can't remember the terminology, but uh, almost like they could, you could crowdfund maybe for a, a next film project or something mm. or a passion, you know, possibly, you know, and yeah. utilize your community to, you know, almost like, you know, be part of your next uh, film to a certain extent or, or help, you know. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, I know it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is like, you know, filmmaking, like over the last 10 years, Dom, like you didn't really, you were like, you did your press releases and all. And as you say, social media has kind of overtaken all that. And like you were saying earlier, you you um, feel the importance of having some sort of social media expertise um, as a, an important cog in your team. Uh, what have you noticed over the last while, how that is starting to become more and more uh, important? Um, so what's happened now is that when I contact any sort of known film individual mm-hmm. yeah whether it's an actor or a producer or a camera person you know anything mm-hmm. and i say hey you know i'm tagore and i'm making this other film and i'd be really interested in working with you mm-hmm. the first thing that people do because i think do as well is you go into google and you mm-hmm. look up somebody right mm-hmm. yeah and then when they google me they find out on a couple of films they know what i've done they go to my they go they find me on imdb for example and it builds a credibility, yeah? So they go, oh, he's the guy who did this film, or he's the guy who's worked with so-and-so. And mm-hmm. then it just makes it more easier to sort of, you know, talk to people instead of them sort of looking at you and saying, what's he done? Who is he, by the way? You know, do I want to be associated with them or not? Mm-hmm. But yeah, having a social media presence uh, has so many benefits. But I think the starting point of those is, what I just said, it helps to get your 
digital footprint out to people without giving it to them. They go and look for you and they mm-hmm. find you and they're able to soak in what they want to soak in from the sources that they want to soak you in from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like there might be an article about me on, on say the times of India and there might be another one on like a page three, a newspaper in the UK. Mm-hmm. And depending on, you know, your mindset, you might decide which article you want to read, but either way, there's something about me to actually suit your palate, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then having somebody, as you say, um, with you to kind of, uh, expand that reach, you know, and highlight, you know, latest news and, you know, help me be with a strategy to, you know, move it forward. Um, where before, you know, people didn't really see the emphasis of social media, like Philip, you would know that even more because you're a strategist. Um, do you see it kind of even become even more prominent and prominent as time goes on? Yeah, I think so. I think there's a, um, I think there's always been an element from a lot of businesses that, and like you being a, a filmmaker, Dom, there is this element of, say, a sense of having patience, you know, not trying to rush through because a lot of business still fall into the trap that if they don't see immediate results for their social media, social media is blamed. Facebook, mm-hmm. Facebook isn't working. I'm not getting anything from Instagram. And I think, you know, I think it has to be seen as a another tactic in your communicational arsenal. But that, as you're right, as you said, it's getting, uh, allowing you to get your story, your message out to um to your audience but that you have to be consistent about it and you have to be on brand and be relevant etc like i'm sure that if you were off dumb creating movies that just purely pleased you as such and weren't really kind of what maybe your audience were interested in you know they probably wouldn't get the same level of traction etc so it's sort of i think there has to be a sort of a, a balanced of you know, using social to share your message, a positive message, um, and then back that up with the sort of the the engagement kind of level. So not just purely spewing stuff out, you know, mm. kind of, you know, engaging with yeah. your with your audience and showing that there is a there is a human element behind the company or the individual that's that's doing the social, you know. So uh posting and ghosting, as they say. I always say try and avoid that, you know. Um if yeah, maybe no, if you make a comment, you know, go back and and acknowledge them. You know, sometimes the the bigger um, maybe mm. organizations don't do that, and yeah. and it's it's sad to see when they don't. You know, mm. like I suppose, Dom from I suppose you know social media, the pattern of how people use social media, it's constantly changed. We've seen huge evolvement of social from that sort of posting and ghosting kind of scenario to where now I think people are starting to realize that they have to engage somewhat. Um, do you find from yourself that if you were seeing traction, say, commentary from positive commentary from people on the platforms about, say, your your movies or a release, um, do you try and go in and maybe have a conversation or or how do you approach it from, from that perspective? Um, I haven't. So obviously, there's been comments like for for both of my films on mm. on 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 YouTube, and uh, you know uh, one of the comments I wanted to bring into attention was when uh, when when the God of Sinners went out, uh, some of, there was some of the comments that went out saying why hasn't this gone viral yet? Mm. It's brilliant. Why hasn't it gone viral? Mm-hmm. And I've I've never been able to answer that question to myself. You know, yeah, yes. I, I think I know what the answer is, is that because I haven't, I've realized that I think marketing it socially plays a huge part in the world we live in today, but I've never known how to do it. I've never known what to do about it mm-hmm. and so forth. But some of the comments that we had for Ustin, you know, which got released on the 5th of October, uh, it, it created a dialogue that I was very interested in. And the dialogue was about, why are we fighting amongst ourselves? You know, there's, there's so many similarities and differences. So, you know, war doesn't help. And when I started seeing these comments, you know, a lot of them were anonymous, but the mm-hmm. ones that actually had logged in and, you know, were, were okay to uh, to sort of have the identity revealed, I did try to look look them up, you know, on Facebook. 
and see, you know, what were their thoughts and what sort of backgrounds they came from. And a few of them actually did it reversely. They went onto Facebook and looked for me and actually sent me a friend request. Mm. And uh, I'm I'm not conservative about adding friends on Facebook, but I I do a quick sort of background check to see who they have in common and so forth. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that some of these were people who had actually watched the film and wanted to connect, I immediately connected with them, you know, and then had like offline chats with them and so forth. But I haven't done, you know, a public Q&A, you know, asking what you want to do kind of stuff. Actually, that could be that could be an interesting concept, you know, because it might help with maybe the next movies, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. people might give yeah. you more ideas. Instagram um, live and all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. But very embarrassingly, I must say, though, I, I mean, I'm really bad at social media. I said this to email that I spoke <laughs> to a few weeks ago. I, I am terrible at it. I've been blogging for like on and off for I don't know how many years now. And I always joke about it saying, I've got 10 extended family members and one friend who've read all my blogs. You've got more readers than I have. <laughs> yeah, and I unsubscribed this morning. <laughs> I, I will talk to you later. <laughs> um, because that, that's actually a thing, like, um, like Philip, you're very passionate about repurposing. And hmm. um, uh, maybe there's there's scope there with, with your different blogs, maybe... Um, having a Q&A on maybe uh, a blog that you maybe are about to release and, and see if that's something that would be of interest. And then you can build on that. True, Philip, yeah? Yeah. Like, like I was only just thinking as as we were talking there uh, to Gore was um, like the mobile phone has become, to a certain extent, a major piece of kit for mm. video and vlogging. And, you know, if you're on set, you know, doing um, a movie etc and you're able you quickly kind of use the mobile to do a quick vlog or you know quickly shoot a little video you'd be surprised how i suppose when you put material into context that that your interpretation of i'm really bad at social media yes if you posted something you know here is the setup for my next shot you know Mm. hashtag and your movie you could certainly realize wow, your fans okay. would love that if that makes sense. So, um, or or he could do what Christian Hull did when he was on the show with us, telling go on. Yeah. He won't believe me, but he'll believe you if you tell him. Is this the the paint? Is this the paint? The paint. One? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Christian Hull uh, Tagore? I have to know. You should look him up on on Facebook uh, and the channels. He uh, he's from Australia. Absolutely hysterical. Mm-hmm. Very, very funny guy. Oh, lovely, okay, yeah. Lovely yeah, yeah, guy, yeah. To, really down to earth. But he, he's had some real viral hits by essentially making this craze of um, watching this paint machine mix up paint. And he's trying to he's trying to come up with the, the color that when the lid comes off the painting. But the way he kind of narrates it is hysterical. Yeah. You know, and his surprise and shock when the paint is revealed. Now, it sounds, the way I make it sound, it sounds like, what the hell, that's as dull as watching paint dry. Dry. <laughs> but, um, but the way uh, the way Christian does it, you're literally, you're, you're there living the experience with him, you know. I keep thinking I might do something like that when it comes to baking, Philip, you know, like, uh, you know. Um, it's coming out of the oven. It's coming out of the oven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Again. <laughs> You're yeah. the photocopier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shh. <laughs> give them that away. Don't be good away. Um, but it is true. Like, you know, if you're, you know, I know you're very passionate, Dom, about like, you know, the end result and how it all will look. And, uh, you know, you're going to the Cannes Film Festival, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, uh, sometimes all the behind the scenes stuff can be quite intriguing. I, I, I totally understand that. I, I completely understand that. And yeah. I, I, I really... I was telling you a few weeks ago, I'm so, I've kind of come to the realization that I think social media expertise on any creative project plays such an important thing. Yeah. And I was telling you, I mean, I've, I've written my first book, which oh, we're congratulations. Amazing. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, and I'm hoping to get the book out sometime in February. Brilliant. Um, I think I've missed the Valentine's uh, deadline. So <laughs> sorry, Phil. Uh, uh, you, no can't, you can't buy my book for. What was, what was it called? <laughs> the Art of Love by Tagore <laughs> Almeida. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. Um, and the publishing guys have got their own digital marketing team mm. who are going to be coming on board. But I've, I've learned my lesson that over and above that, I've got to have my own 
digital marketing strategy yeah. about myself and my book mm-hmm. from my personal perspective, you know? Yeah. So, um, like I always say, Rome wasn't built in a day, and you start with the one. Would yeah. you say, Philip? And no, absolutely. Um, like we're always talking, Emer, um, myself and Emer took over. We're always talking about the importance of, say, planning and an editorial calendar. And the same kind of be, can be very much applied to what you do, whether it's like a book launch or maybe your next movie. Mm. Because if you say work backwards from, say, launch date and all of the little steps in between, well, how mm. could we create content? So, for example, you know, an image of the script, you know, um, or a quick video of you going, so guys, here's the script for the new movie. I'm popping it in now. We're going to be going to... Mm. The people who follow your movies and follow you and embrace what you do, they'll find that exciting, you know. Yeah. Um, very exciting. Like I suppose the only kind of I suppose to give you an idea, I'm I'm a massive Lord of the Rings fan. And I oh, yeah. I went to New Zealand, I did the South Island tour, I dressed up as a hobbit. I thought it was Game of Thrones. (laughs) I love that too. Yeah, I love Game of Thrones. Um, But I remember, you know, I the the part then of the box set film when it came out was all of the behind the scenes. Peter Jackson, you know, doing little kind of a ten second or twenty second video showing he's in the cutting room or he was showing the script. And there's some great pieces of content that you could Mm. kind of have for social and. And you just kind of, you, you look through each month what you're going to do up to that launch date. Well, what can we do now? Kind of build the excitement. And the mm. same, say, with your book launch, you know, you know, maybe a picture of the first page or whatever. And um, so so I think you're right. I think it's just about having some planning and yeah, yeah. having a strategy in place. Um, I'd say there's quite a few people out there kind of going, where do you start? You know, especially in the yeah. creative sphere. So mm. like I'd say, Dom, like you're not the, you know, you you know what you want to do is just trying to get that down and, and organised ahead, yeah. as you say, plan. Isn't mm. it the, the same uh, failed plan, planned plan fail. fail? I got that right. Thank God it went the right way around. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like talking of what's next, your book, I'm so impressed. Um, I can just about write on uh, post-its, never mind anything else. Um, just about right. Just about. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. going here. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, maybe you need it. I don't know if you need it. Um, I don't know, some sort of like little caricatures. Let me know. Um, how different do you think social media going forward will make a difference to future work? Well, so 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 this year, we definitely want to uh, sort of bring back the film that I was supposed mm. to shoot in 2020. Mm-hmm. But because of the pandemic, we had to put it on hold. So we definitely want to look at sort of reviving that project and, and seeing what we want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like with the book, you know, I, I, I've got a social media strategy in place. Mm-hmm. But for the film, we've identified that we were, we're going to put in our budget a social media strategist, so to speak, to look after all our all our storytelling, put out the content out there, mm-hmm. whatever this person. And this person can't be somebody who, you know, you say, go and do your own thing. This person's got to come to us and say, Tagore, I need you to do a video. Tagore, I need you to do this for me. And you know, mm-hmm. so you've got to respect the presence of this new expertise on the project. Yeah. And I think, it, I think it's going to go a long way I'm quite eager to see how the social media element is going to work with the book. It's called uh, The Emperor Cried. And, uh, you know, besides going out on to the Amazons and whatever, it's uh, I, I, I do want to try and do something innovative. My publishers had a great idea. They said, if you're not sure about publishing the book, and this was back in 2020, they said, why don't you put up the first six chapters of the book onto a blog, you know, do mm-hmm. like a chapter a week. And... Uh, Look at the feedback that you're getting, you know, and yeah. and you know that could be in terms of the content, style of writing, or whatever. That's and a then, good. That's, uh, that would be a good. good idea, that is yeah. a good lead in, lead in, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it was a great idea, except for the fact that I had 11, 10 family members and one friend who who read it, and nobody else beyond that. So okay. I think the challenge really is about how to build an audience in social media. You know, it's very easy to say I'm going to put up a video or I'm going to tweet every day, whatever it may be, but the reality of it is that how do you actually reach out to a wider audience? How do you sit, reach out to somebody sitting in New Zealand or in Australia or in Italy or in Ireland, for that matter, mm-hmm. or in California? You know, uh, how do you reach out to people 
who share the same interests as you, you know, they're mm-hmm. interested in the topic. Because mm-hmm. the good thing with social media is that you can actually target your audience, you know? Yeah. So yeah. You know, whether it's social media marketing. There, I, or, I, I would say, Don, there are a lot of people sitting in the same pair of shoes, as they say, as yourself and so passionate about it, but just don't want to venture down this road just yet. But as you were saying, look, you know, it's it's can't avoid anymore. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, it doesn't matter, you know, uh, what part of the creative side, you know, you need to showcase what you do. Um, and and sometimes, as I say, the power of video, Philip, like you were saying, and uh, you know, snippets of what you produce mm. um, is a good way of kind of guiding people forward into your world. Yeah. Just before I go into the next question, uh, Dom, what what is the uh, what's the book about? Oh well, Philip, it's uh, it's my own it's my own personal sort of journey I've, I've had for the past few decades, where I've been sort of searching for for answers about about life, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I, as somebody sent me a picture once of a little child with a barcode on their, on their head, and it says, from the time that we are born, we've been given, we get given a color, a race, a religion, and a belief system, and we spend our entire life defending it, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I think the book is really about questioning one element of it, you know, and saying, hey, it's, it's not about putting down a belief system in any way, it's about respecting other people's beliefs, but it's about questioning the belief from my perspective. You know, mm. if, if if you said that this is how it's supposed to be, then explain famine in Africa, for example, yeah, mm. or explain a cyclone in the South of America, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it's just a, it's just a, it's it's a, it's a very emotional and spiritual sort of journey that I went through, and it, it's probably the toughest thing that I've ever done creatively. Very thought provoking, you know, Mm, Um, Yeah. because sometimes you're kind of afraid to put things down in case other people may not be on the same wavelength as you. Um, Yeah. But then, like, you know, you have to take that chance. I think especially in the day and age that we live in today, I think we've become oversensitive about Mm. too many things that we don't even understand, Mm. you know. So it's more easy to be to sort of shout about something that you haven't taken a moment and said, hey, let's let's think about what what I've just read or what I've just heard and then dissect it and then, you know, rebel if you have a reason for But right now we're, we've become oversensitive to so many things that mm. while the world is being perceived to becoming closer and closer, I think spiritually and emotionally, I think we're kind of drifting away from each other without even realizing it. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, so, yes, very close friends of mine uh, spoke to me about, about the book and said, are you sure you want to do this? And I said, look, let me write the book. I'm going to share it with you guys. Tell me if you think there's anything in there that doesn't need to be in there. Mm. And all three of them came back to me and said, oh, I think it's fine. But mm. the world might not see that way, but we think the book's fine. I said, well, if you're not part of the solution, then you become a part of the problem is what I believe. So mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to put up my questions out there. I wanted to ask these questions. Yeah. And tell whoever reads the book my side of the story. That's it. Mm. You know. Well, whatever. There could be somebody out there you're helping. You know, really? and I hope uh, so. I, I truly yeah. hope so. Yeah. yeah. I suppose, yeah, if you do if even if you manage to, you know, raise the positivity for one person, you know, you've done a good job, you know. Um like I suppose that leads on to I think we've we've time for a couple of more questions. Um and mm-hmm. listen, thanks so much for joining us again. Um Dom Tagore, uh our buddy here on Let's Get Social. <laughs> um like I suppose We've talked about lots of positives with social media and the Riz, but do you have any, is there any sort of concerns you have when it comes to social and the creative industry within the movie industry, et cetera, um, that you've seen or that would be in the back of your mind? Yeah. Uh, so, so I think the concern has always been there, even before the influx of social, of social media. But I think what's happened now with social media is, you know, I could create anything that I wanted, but no matter how bad it is, mm-hmm. I could have the best social media influencers go and tell you that it's the best thing since the slice of bread, right? Yes. And and that gets promoted, whereas really good, intelligent, thought-provoking material uh, who don't have social media influences, you know, gets forgotten somewhere, in, mm-hmm. you know, at the back of the pile. So I think... That's one of the cons, and that has always been the case, even before social media. But now with social media, it's amplified that you know that concern. 
Mm. And, you know, I don't think it's a social media problem as such, but it relates to it, I think so. But uh, I think that's one of the concerns is about this. Uh, number two, uh, with social media as well, I think, you know, I could do 10 great things that the world might enjoy. And my 11th thing could have a bit of a controversial thing in it that might upset a group of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that could be enough to wipe out the 10 years of good work that I've done, the success that I've built for myself. Yeah. Because, you know, to put anyone down today, unfortunately, it doesn't have to be the truth, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, no, and that's... The problem, the problem I was going to say, Dom, is like you're all, we kind of advise keep away from anything too religious oriented and um, politically and um, anything that is could, uh, you know, keep it from any kind of offensive angle. Um, Oops. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm just saying that that's that's kind yeah. of what we kind of suggest. Um, mm. Not everybody will follow that. You know, there are certain individuals out there that yeah. will never, you know. You know, I'm a big fan of Ricky Gervais. Okay, I mean, I think the I think the man can do no wrong, and he said, you know, sometimes people just get offended by a joke without understanding the context behind the joke. You know, yeah, and 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 that's really sad because you know, I mean, I think we've all been given the the biggest thing that differentiates differentiates as humans from the rest of creation is the freedom to choose. Yeah, yeah, and I think, and I'm going to say, I, I was going to say, a good sense of humor. Yeah. Yes, I failed. Then <laughs> is that what you're saying, Eva? Yeah. yeah. Well, Philip, I just wanted to say for the record, by the way, the reason I came on the show was not because of Eva; it's because I knew I'd be subjected to one of your wonderful jokes. So let that be That's said it. on record. Yeah, well, okay. listen, we're we're going to be lifelong friends now, uh, Don. <laughs> Can we call you Don? He, yeah. He's on the way to <laughs> he's on the way to Dublin Airport now to get on the first plane to Singapore. You know. Uh, there'll be a knock on your door now in about five minutes as we're live here. Hey, Dom, how are you doing? <laughs> Don't open the door. Um, but it is like, it's true that there, you see, the thing is like, that's what I think makes maybe anyone in the creative sphere um, or even outside of the creative sphere um, feel a little bit conscious about, do I post this? Do I not post this? Mm. Um, you know, yeah. uh it, it is, you have to take a chance, but um, sometimes by not playing it safe can help. Yeah, like, like yeah. I suppose it's, you're trying to, always trying to find that balance, aren't you? Mm. Um, because there will be some brands or individuals whose brand is about being shock, horror, um, and that's what their audience expects. So if they came out with something that was very moderate or very, middle of the line they did probably lose and kind of or did get yeah. more negativity um like i suppose just one question just dumped into before before i hand over to my uh, my long suffering co-host for her final question um do you um or have you come across say other filmmakers where this concern of you know social media means that well sure anybody can be a video maker now or anyone can make movies on their phone and it's sort of diluting the art of cinema making um has that ever crossed your mind or have you come across or that just has never hasn't you've never come across that no you know i've had a discussion about this because a lot of my team in making films are all uh, film students you know they've mm -hmm. all graduated they're, they're proper filmmakers i'm the yeah. only non-filmmaker on the set uh, so, you know, between shots, we've had discussions, you know, over a drink about the state of cinema and where it's going. And uh, there was a concern about, you know, with everybody being able to consider themselves a filmmaker today with, you know, all the phones that have great cameras and, you know, you, you buy a laptop and it comes with the video editing software on it and so forth. Mm. But that's not going to, that might work for some time, I believe, right? And they'll put out a lot of content in there. But even, for example, you know, somebody down the road does it. And if they're really passionate about cinema, they will evolve as filmmakers and mm. they will start embracing the language of cinema that has been traditionally defined. You know, technology mm. has uh, evolved and, and made it better, but the language of cinema, um, you know, like any other language, has its structure, mm. it has its rules and its principles. And even if I were to start making small videos with my phone and editing at home, that's all great, but over the, over a period of time, I will start wanting to get better with what I do with, with yeah. filmmaking 
and I will start embracing those rules and the language of cinema and hopefully become a proper filmmaker with all due respect, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So does that mean you've got some more exciting plans coming up now for the this year, apart from your book? I mean, imagine he's an author now. What's he like? I know. Um, <laughs> um, what well, I mean, do you see, like, have you any more... Um, Things that, well, you may not want to share yet, but do you, do you have maybe something that... Yeah, I'm okay to share that. I mean, uh, it's kind of unknown. So I've got The Emperor Cried hopefully coming out this month. Mm-hmm. And then the film that I was talking about wanting to do last year is called The Forgiveness. Okay. So we'll hopefully revive that Fantastic. this year as well. Well, I know and, I'll, be, uh, I'll be keeping an eye on, on social to see what he's posting. Yeah, I'll keep you an eye out for the invitation uh, to the launch with the champagne the launch, party, yes. Dom, you know. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Make sure you've got your, your, your dress and your heels and you'll be lovely, Philip. You yeah, know, my pearls. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and your pearls, yeah. Uh, yeah. And make sure I want to stay in Singapore Hyatt. You know, I want, to, I want a suite <laughs> overlooking the ocean. Right. Just. Oh, that's a thing. That was a, yeah, we can arrange that. Uh, yeah. Just come Thanks. equipped with your amazing sense of humour, Philip. That's all I'm going to say. Ah, it's no problem. It'll open doors. Party time. Huh? We're still up some time. It's party time. Party time. So, party time. listen, Mr. Dom, I'm sorry, sorry. I just want to say, I'll make sure that Quarantino is going to be there as well. Yeah, Quarantino's absolutely. Yeah. As well. <laughs> I wouldn't be, I would not be surprised. I, I yeah. tell you, nothing would surprise me. Um, so, listen, before we go, where can people find you to chat more with you, Dom? Oh, Twitter? the best way is... Get you on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Twitter, uh, the best one is Facebook, Tagore Almeida. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Facebook is the, uh, I check it every day. Uh, I check Twitter every week for sure. Okay. Uh, and you can also look me up at LinkedIn when I kind of, every quarter I say to myself, oh, there's LinkedIn as well. And I connect to LinkedIn. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be saying What's that. A quarter, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. You'll, you'll connect to you maybe in three or four months' time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, but, but, yeah. My chosen tool is would have to be Facebook and uh, Twitter, yeah. Brilliant. I'm always looking to connect with people because I think connecting with people from all over the world that really helps you become, you know, I think a, yeah. a true citizen of the well, world. Well, I always say you never know. You never know yeah. who you'll meet and exactly. uh, you never know what doors are going to open. Very true. You know? Um, well, listen, Tagore, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, it's lovely to get a, an insight into you know how you think and how you use social media um, and obviously we wish you every success with the book you know, it's a, and it's a the upcoming movie and this the upcoming great. movie and uh, all I have to say is that if you enjoyed today's show you can catch it again and the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean iTunes Spotify and of course on the Dublin South FM website so do please download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode and all that's left to say is I've been Philip Twyford the Curly Marketer and I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media and thanks Dom for coming on the show thank you for having me you're most welcome and uh Yeah, and we're going to see you all again soon for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye.